0: Welcome to this week's episode of No One's Guilty Pleasure. This week we are starting our holiday series and we will have three holiday movies for you all, whether you consider these classics or under the radar movies, you're going to have a lot of fun listening to them and they all have tinges of rom-com in them with the last one being one of the ultimate rom-coms. So this week we are talking about The Family Stone. I have my three grad school girlfriends, if you remember, our He's Just Not That Into You episode back in May. Uh, I have my three friends, Lindsay, Efu and Allie joining, and we recap The Family Stone. This movie came out December 16, 2005, so exactly 17 years ago. And I think it would have been more of a mainstream classic, but got eclipsed by the holiday, which came out a year later. But you have SJP, Diane Keaton, um, Rachel McAdams, Dermot Mulroney, Luke Wilson, Craig T. Nelson, just a ton of like, it's a star-studded cast. It's about um, Sarah Jessica Parker's character comes to visit her boyfriend's family in like a New England Christmas setting and just all the family hygiene that ensue. I really like it because it's super funny, but also a bit tense and sad at times, which I feel like you need just like that el- people kind of like their heartstrings tugged at during the holidays. You always have to have that little moment. Um, But there's a lot of laughs in between. And um, it's just like a nice snapshot of the time. So we have a ton of fun making fun of all the couples in this movie and all the like, it's really not a problematic movie, but it's a little bit self-congratulatory in reflection in 2022. So we have a great time going over that together. So, check it out. And then, of course, follow me at N O G P underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter. I have a New Year's resolution of being more consistent with my content posting, and we'll have tons more movies for you next year. Thanks. Oh All guys. right. This is the Family Stone episode. Welcome back, Allie, Lindsay, and Efu, my MPH besties. Hey and this is the first episode of the holiday month so you're my guinea pigs for this theme um so the family stone came out in 2005 it came out before the holiday and I think this would have become like one of those well and we'll talk about everybody's relationship to the film but this would have maybe become that like classic 2000s family or like holiday film if the holiday hadn't come over and like taken over with like Jude Law and England and
1: all oh that yeah that
0: came out the next year and I feel like it stole the thunder with the Definitely new did. I uh, agree so I know Lindsay has seen this movie Alan Effie was this your first time watching this
2: movie yes it was
0: oh this was my second time I think I
3: watched it when it first came out and I was like I hate that movie and I never watched <laughs> it until last night <laughs> to do a <laughs> review and my
0: opinion has slightly changed. <laughs> Hopefully for the better. Yeah. Um, uh, Effu what were your first impressions of the movie as a first friend? Um,
2: <laughs> so I love that they had like that deaf slash black gay couple in the, in the film that was a nice little precursor to Post twenty twenty post BLM protests, That was cute. Yeah. Um, I th- you know what I feel like in the nineties and the early two thousands, right? Yeah. There were so many themes um, with romantic comedies, basically saying like, you know, no matter what, if it's true love, you know, you have to go for who you love, and it doesn't matter if it's this person or that person's spouse, or they're married with fourteen kids. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, you know, love. and I just want to say like. Some people just really need to get their ass beat because you cannot <laughs> be swapping uh partners with amongst your siblings. That's really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was an entertaining movie. I'll definitely say entertaining for sure. Good, good.
0: <laughs> all right, Lindsay, walk us through your journey with the family stone relationship.
1: Um <clears throat> so uh first of all, one of my thoughts last night when I was Rewatching it again in preparation for this uh podcast, uh was it's like the white liberal's wet dream. Yes. Um, like there's <laughs> just like this like fantasy of like progressiveness that's imbued throughout. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think in terms of like my villain villain origin story, like <laughs> I think. <laughs>
3: I <laughs> like think your villain I, like personal origin story yeah I
1: think she's self you're self-referencing I, right when you say that well I'm I'm kind of like just kidding of like that yeah villain origin story um but I think like in terms of like understanding why this film <laughs> held so much weight for me personally was like when it came out and like what it represented for me personally with my family which was like I think it came out in 2006 um, and at that time, like my uh sister was dating her now husband for like a year. Oh. And like, <clears throat> I just realized rewatching it all, why it was so meaningful for me because it was like this, uh inverse kind of representation of my family where there was this person that came in with very different values who kind of disrupted the family system and like there is a redemption through the story where like she like I'm I'm nervously
0: smiling because I'm just picturing your brother-in-law being Sarah Jessica Parker um (laughs) right I'm sorry to like cut in the middle but I just didn't want you to think that I was modeling insensitivity (laughs) <laughs> while you're sharing this deeply personal story yeah but I have a history of smiling during tense moments but it yeah. was I was no protecting creepy onto your brother-in-law sorry continue
1: no offense but yeah I just I really like I was really curious when you asked the question Ali. you're like why was why do you like this movie so much and there's a lot I could say about little funny moments or like scenes or whatever but I think on a deeper level I was realizing like This movie was like a fantasy for my family. And like, I really buy into it every year because that's what you want at Christmas time is like some kind of like connection and making things make sense. And this movie like provides that kind of like salve that I always want at this time of year where I'm just like, my family doesn't make sense to me. And I, you know, feel all this friction and like seeing it come together. In this film, represented in this way, where there's like sort of reconciliation, like yeah, people seeing each other, hearing each other, like that's kind of what it represents for me. So <laughs> I no, need to get that off my chest because it really a <laughs> I think that makes sense though, because there's a lot of people who I think
0: really like this movie that you'd say like, "Huh, this doesn't seem to align," but I think it's that thing. <laughs> like. At the time, it seemed, like, ahead of its time, if that makes sense, you know, for, like, 2005, mm-hmm. 2006, it was, like, again, like, people being represented, um, like, this is terrible, but, like, I wrote in my notes, like, old people fucking, and also like, <laughs> people fucking, you know, in different modes of their bodies and st- like, you know, like, representing things that yeah. I don't think I've seen since I've seen that movie, you know what I mean? Which is crazy. Um, And also really uncomfortable conversations and like, we'll get into it, but like that dinner conversation about like, not wishing your kid to be gay. Like um, we were talking, you know, we were texting today and I was talking about like where I grew up and that it was like, you know, that may not have even been a conversation or that could have actually been a real conversation that people had out of like this curiosity or like not knowing. So it felt like, in its zaniness, there was like, and that's kind of what you seem to be relating to is like the groundedness of the movie versus like when you're watching like The Grinch Stole Christmas or Elf where it's just like full wackadoodle and it's just like chaos and vomiting red and green glitter. This is like (laughs) kind of familiar and yeah, like kind of a movie you could sit down with your family and everyone will have like a reason to laugh even if you're on different sides of what you're laughing at, if you will.
1: Allie did you have like a takeaway after the second or like the yeah. re- what was the
0: second watch like
1: well I think I remember now why
3: I disliked it so much in 2005 because I, I like faintly remember disliking it and asking Lindsay like why do you like this so much like I can't stand there, Jessica Parker's character like oh. that I remember just stood out to me and was like uh she's so obnoxious and i think that was also one of the first films she did after sex in the city yeah. and i was just like oh her acting's awful <laughs> which actually now having watched it last night 17 years later i was like actually this is yeah a good representation of like you know this like uptight white woman that like is just so clueless um and then yeah i think um Having watched it again, it definitely resonated more on more notes. Like, I watched it with my partner Dom, and his mother passed away from cancer. So, and that's a big storyline in the movie. And so, that was like very emotional for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely cried a couple of times. <laughs> and then, um, a ton. I'm yeah. Sorry, watching but it totally is like you said, Lindsay, like, I also identified it. I was like, wow, this really is like for the limousine liberals of the world and just like this fantasy of like oh we're such a like loving and quirky family and like you know there's no past traumas we all are just like weird in our own way and love each other at the end of the day and, like just <laughs> perfect
0: <laughs> and, and SJP is evil like yeah. the only other mention <laughs> yeah
3: um I- but yeah, I mean, I I definitely enjoyed it like watching it again last night. So, you know, I and I think it like obviously it was ahead of its time for representation a little bit. Um I say a little bit. Like
0: it was definitely like literally like, the bare minimum, but yeah.
3: Yeah, and like it was kind of tokenism
0: in a way, too. Um Yeah, we'll get into that. Like we didn't have to put one child to be like the gay child, the interracial relationship child, carrying carry child. I was ears. like, that's a lot. Like, there's five children. We couldn't, but at that time, they couldn't. They were like one kid. yeah Right.
3: I'm like, okay, maybe we're gonna hit on some intersectionality
0: in this. And I was like, oh no, too far. No, no, no. <laughs> too <laughs> far. <laughs> too far for that year. I'll say um it gets like more emotional as I get older I guess because of those storylines like their mom passing away because I have a similar thing with my aunt like um just the concept of like the kids becoming the parents or just like um even the couples like we'll get into the siblings switcheroo situation but like that (laughs) concept of like being at a certain age and like not knowing if you like chose your life and if you know yourself and you're with the right person like all that stuff like when I was younger I think I just saw like oh I know who all these actors are and like we said like cookie family stuff and then as you get older you're like oh that hits a little more even if it's like not in line with your life per se mm-hmm. um there's to me again Lindsay I'm gonna be biased because this is a regular movie for us I had like plenty of like oh I love this scene and this scene and this scene so maybe the newbies were there any like favorite scenes for you or favorite lines before Lindsay and I just keep <laughs> dive into all like ranking them all
2: um <laughs> one shocking scene well Claire Danes that fall was serious when she fell on the bus I was like <laughs> oh, listen yeah. I like, I'm
0: somebody who out. has Two sprained ankles that aren't fully recovered. I screamed when it happened
2: because I like it felt like a memory. Yes. <laughs> it was it was like, too for me to watch that. transactional trauma as a basketball player. <laughs> all over the place like that was hard to watch. <laughs> um, and then Luke Wilson when he was just like out here flapping his you know the gray oh, yeah. sweatpants, the gray yeah. sweatpants no.
0: of ahead of its time, too. Yeah. <laughs> Getting yeah. me too. Yeah. I, I love that that's what stood up to
1: you. Smaller <laughs> 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 okay.
2: okay, okay. was no, it? You're fine. That's, fine. that's fine. That's
1: what you're remembering. It was like such a white movie though, too. Like it
2: was it was definitely white. It was just it was it was like, oh, this is cute. But yeah. the <laughs> one scene that did impact me because I actually um am interested. well when she ha- when she when she was laying in bed with her husband, who which I really didn't feel like he kind of addressed anything. About what she said, but um, when they were about to have sex, which is, I thought was beautiful to see a woman who's obviously has you know a terminal disease, she's had a mastectomy, which you know can represent um, some sort of like loss of womanhood, loss of femininity, mm-hmm. and was still able to push through with her husband, and you know just always come back to that root of love. But that was a very special scene, you know. I thought that was very special and beautiful, um, personally. But yeah, I mean. The movie it was definitely very white, but it wasn't like how can I say it wasn't get Actually, out? Huh? I said it wasn't get out. Level no, white. it wasn't get out. No, no. <laughs> but it like, yeah, it,
0: it, like we said, it's like very benevolent, like yeah, in a bubble. So that's why we can't be
2: terrible white. Exactly. I think I think the the town name was like fair. Like that sounds like you know. I think
0: it's there.
2: yeah. I think it's made up too
0: because I googled it. I was like, where is this even? And they were like. <laughs> fictional town in massachusetts and like, oh. yeah, i went, oh because also massachusetts <laughs> also thinks they're like the most right
2: god's gift to the country, so. <laughs> the country yeah. yeah
0: i was just like okay i've been there you guys do all right <laughs> you i mean did. let's not fool ourselves <laughs> 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 ali do you have any standout like memorable scenes or lines
3: i mean i, I think the you know climactic scene of SJP going into the kitchen and then like her whole breakfast that she was planning falling yeah. to the floor, getting covered in it. Like it was just like mistake after mistake happening, and yeah. like yeah, Dom and I were just cracking up, and I was like cringing so hard while it
0: was happening. <laughs> I um, need more high jinks scenes like that. Like people yeah. don't do the. Hi- we need choreographed high jinks. Yeah, it very was choreographed, movie, but they,
3: they did it very well too. And like
0: the oh, yeah. panic that ensues um yeah exactly the choreographed ridiculousness of it all (laughs) I like that she broke finally because that's when she was like everybody open your fucking presents she didn't say it like that that's how I would have said it if I had broken (laughs) but like um when she made them open the presents and she was like you know the bigoted bitch from Bedford and I was like (laughs) damn like she let it out like yeah and yes she needed to let it out Lindsay what's your favorites
1: I mean definitely the kitchen scene the like chaotic like Christmas morning scene is great I think it's I remember watching it in the theater and just like I just remember I couldn't stop laughing like it got more funny the more like the more chaotic it got and it was so well done and it was like it wasn't just for the laughs like it also like kind of buffered some kind of hard moments, you know? So like I felt from like a storytelling perspective, like it's very well done. Like it just is very well placed and like, yeah, all that. Um, It's so hard to pick. I mean, there's a lot of really sweet moments. There's a lot of like really prickly moments. Um, I think the scene when she's coming up, like they're arriving at the beginning and um what's her name's character talks about like the tick in her throat and how she's nervous and just like I think that initial coming together of like her pulling up with Everett and like walking in and being judged by the family yeah there's so much tension there's so much like little idiosyncrasies that I really appreciated were like, I always thought I actually never really watched um <clears throat> what's it called? um Sex and, uh, the, city. Sex and the city before yeah. that movie. So I, I watched sex in the city way l- later. So yeah, I had yeah. no preconception of Sarah Jessica Parker, other than my mom hated her for some reason. And I saw it with <laughs> mom's <my> mom. <laughs> love to hate women. Yo, <laughs> long story like, short, vicious.
0: mom this is very similar
1: um so I think I just appreciated her really embodying this very hateable character in a way that was also oddly endearing because you could feel her discomfort you could feel her like trying to fit in and not at all totally failing yeah Um, So I think it's that scene. And then maybe also at the bar, like I love when she buys, like she's having drinks with, I know it's like chaotic, but Luke Wilson and he tells her to like, let her freak flag fly and she dances and she buys the like round, a a round for the house. And she's like, I'm doing like a thing. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's all very silly, but like, it's kind of sweet to see this like very, uncomfortable person that's uncomfortable in their body experience joy like weirdly and like in this like way that she hasn't allowed herself to and kind of I don't know like having again like having compassion for people that you or people that I, like, associate with, like, negatively in terms of, like, political things and, like, seeing her kind of, like, reckon with that and deal with it in this interesting way. <laughs> I,
0: love, I love the bar scene and, like, he's, like, you literally have to stop trying, like, yeah, you know, like, and
1: he said it, like, in a
0: supportive way, like, I love, like, I forgot how much I, like, like his character and like him even more now that, like, we're, you know, full adults now that we're in our 30s like
1: mm-hmm. accept
0: adulthood until recently and it's like just like stop trying and like don't worry about it like he said like let the freak flag fly and he told her he was like you're a mess like yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Right? i love
0: that <laughs> and he said you're a mess look at you
3: <laughs> and i was just like and then she like looked at her clothes even though
0: he was like, like totally in love with her from the jump which is crazy too and we'll get to that but like right. what's hilarious is that that's like not true love but you know what I mean like that's real because it's like I can see that something is like fully wrong with you yet I still (laughs) care for you deeply (laughs) like that just you know like he's accepting her wholly as she is and then uh uh she was just like so exhausted and so crazy and then um the guy who's like the guy from Parks and Rec that plays um Brad Stevenson and she was like and she's like, come to um, breakfast. I'm inviting you. I was like, uh-oh, rowdiness, rowdiness. You <laughs> kind of remember me yeah. when I go to my college town and like I breathe in the oxygen of that zip code and I turn into a 19-year-old again. Like <laughs> I just become a total trash can. That's how, like when she was like <laughs> playing the song. And I remember also like how impressionable I was. Like I thought that was like so not endearing, but like, and not aspirational, but somewhere in between where I was like, yeah that's like how quirky girls hang and so like I (laughs) bought that song on iTunes right where it started from by Maxine Nightingale and like memorized every word of that song because I was like this gives me like this nice memory of this (laughs) a deeply unwell deeply unwell only child with no friends (laughs) and I think all like all of those big family scenes were also really memorable even the tense ones. so like i always remember the charade scene where Mm -hmm. rachel mcadams who like we said is like the faux progressive in her mind so she can like bring up her black brother-in-law and be like you were pointing at him and it was just like (laughs) through the act out is beyond no (laughs) you giving sjp finger (laughs) 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 <laughs> right and you but, like immediately and he looked know. at her like you can't fucking say that just right. to my sister-in-law you can't just be like <laughs> yeah making these accusations under like-, like a white savior premise like yeah. that was the wreck the the dinner scene obviously where like sjp it like doesn't know how to explain like her feelings on like people's fears of having children experience struggles and she was like Convert to gay and you know, like all this stuff that she and she was getting it out completely wrong and just like digging herself in the hole and you just like feel that tension. Yeah. And, she, like, it's tense. and then like, you know, Diane Keaton tells her son, like, hey, this is like stupid asshole stuff, you know. And so then you're crying about that. And then the holiday, like a year later, I was like crying my eyes out on Friday. I think I'm like, I think my hormones are out of whack in general. So I've been crying a lot this weekend, but mm-hmm. So this movie was, like, not a good one to watch for that sake because I was crying over everything. Like, <laughs> crying when the old people were sleeping together. Crying when um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> when they're opening the presents and it's a picture of Diane Keaton pregnant. Like, all of that uh, stuff. Yeah. Like, y'all really want me to suffer today. And by y'all, <laughs> me because I chose the movie and I chose to watch it. Like, I did this to myself. No suffering. But... <laughs> yeah, I think I think the dive bar and the hijinks are definitely like but it was good it has lots of it has lots of like moments that just like everybody has their favorite part of that as well mm-hmm. um so some takeaways I feel like when this movie first came out and like again young me watching this you're obviously like on the family so like Meredith versus the Stone family you're like on the Stone family side because you're like, she's uptight. She's a bigot, like all these things. Like yeah. she's the worst. She shouldn't be with Everett. And so it's like very easy to be on the family side. But the older I get, the more I'm on her side because it's like, just cause she's unwell, like they're hosting her <laughs> and there's like 10 of them and one of her. And so like, you want to try to like understand her or make her feel like a part of it. Because even if you don't care for her, like- <laughs> Somebody you love wants her to be a part of your family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel
3: like they were we can't give Everett a pass. Like Everett also truly sucks.
0: Oh, we'll hit Everett like on a whole other note. He sucks. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) He sucks. And like she even said he sucks with both
0: sisters. He's terrible with both sisters.
3: I know. He was and she even said, like, you don't have my back in there. Like you know, there's supposed yeah. to be kind of this couple that are, like, to the point where they're talking about marriage and he's still like, oh, well, it's just, you know, it's how they are. They're, like,
0: watching you right now, so. <laughs> yeah, I he, mean, like, also didn't help. He was just, like, egging it on. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean,
3: obviously, you know, during that dinner scene when she is, like, mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, you know, don't you want to just have a normal child? Like, he was... Yeah. Don't that, say that. There's about no my defending brother. that. But. Yeah. No. Don't yeah. No, about no. My but yeah. then you know it's crazy too because that scene was like there's there is no defending that, and then everyone went and apologized to her, and we're yes. like, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that also bothered me a little bit because I was like, wait, what about the the brother and the son? Like, right. yeah, have to apologize.
2: No, to be honest, I because. When you're, whenever you go to a place where everybody is very familial, everybody has a very deep, strong, rooted relationships, it's very difficult to kind of like relate. Yeah, uh, and I think we've all been in positions like that. And so I didn't initially like when I was watching the movie for like first forty five minutes, I wasn't like, oh, Sarah Jessica Parker sucks, blah blah blah, because I knew like the kind of trope that she was supposed to play: uptight, high powered um, businesswoman who doesn't clearly doesn't have a lot of fun, and usually that's that person <laughs> has some other like <laughs> like issues or you know yeah psychological you know traumas that they're dealing with themselves so I didn't I I had like a lot more pity for her until that scene where um she was talking about like wouldn't you just want to have a normal child and like I wouldn't but I mean nobody you didn't really pray for your son to be gay right like that then I was like oh no she really sucks like she's trash yeah but um and then that was funny because that was pretty much like the, the point that everybody pivots kind of Towards being more sympathetic to her,
3: yeah, because
2: mm. you know, I mean, obviously, I don't. I think she was tripping over her words. I don't think that she she meant to yeah. be homophobic, but in fact, that's what it did. Look at the son, how he how he was reacting to what she was saying. Even even though he could, he wasn't probably able to get everything that she was saying because he she also was not even considering the fact that he cannot hear what she's saying. Oh, um, yeah. But,
1: but but still the other man at the table who is gay can hear yeah, yeah. you know exactly. like yeah and they were like
0: communicating about it and I think it's I feel like when my perception of when they apologized wasn't for the dinner incident it was more about the accumulation and it just mm-hmm. happened to be like because that's that was the last thing that happened before she left that's and good. felt like she couldn't come back so it wasn't really so much about like that one moment. It was more about like the minute she got there, they had just been like on her and on her and on her and on her. And like, rightfully so to be like, you're done. Like stop talking. Cause like, she just didn't know like boundary well enough to like stop and see like, this is not going where I need to be. Like, stop trying to save it. Like you're not going to get this right. But I think it was more about how like no one was really truly welcoming to her in the first place besides just hugging her
3: yeah <laughs> Being like, yeah um
0: yeah. you know like no and like granted you know the comedy of like they asked her how they met and she like did that long story that nobody gave a fuck about and all that <laughs> stuff too and it's like you know I feel like I've dealt with people like this in my extended family or like partners of friends and stuff and it's like they may not be for you but like you also don't have to like haze the shit out of them like there's a point yeah. where it's like, not comedic anymore it's just like what are Maybe. you getting out of this? Like, they're they're not going anywhere. And yeah. the real joke's on them because, like, she literally just pivoted to the other brothers. So, like, she's truly never leaving, guys. Way to go. No, yeah, <laughs> separate her.
3: About- Sorry, didn't mean to no, you're fine. But, like, this is definitely more of, like, an ensemble comedy than it is, like, a romantic comedy because it was oh, literally yeah. just, like, oh, okay, they're not going to get married. She fell in love with the brother and her, like, ex- I guess fiance now loves her sister. I think the two sex
0: of siblings switch was too much. I feel (laughs) like it's a lot. Even for, for, like we said, an an ensemble holiday comedy, it's like, we get it. We're suspending disbelief, but like, that's too, too many. (laughs) (laughs) Like just one is fine. But like, now we're going to have the little, the little sister be a thing too. And it's like, you know, that one's not going to work out. So then is she not invited to these family gatherings anymore after like you guys gave it the college try and that <laughs> yeah. didn't
2: work out because Everett is still a man child? Like I can't. <laughs> you know what? It's fun. Okay, I'm gonna inject race in here because there are like so many like Black holiday movies, um, just like same like corollary to you know these, yeah. these wonderful um, majority population holiday movies yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and um some tropes you just like you just never see like like the whole sibling sibling swap or like my best friend's husband or my best friend's boyfriend they're really not compatible and i really like him so we're just gonna it. like that just <laughs> does not happen mm-hmm. And if it does, it's like, oh, you had sex with this person you were not supposed to, and now we're all going to shun you until you're I was going to no say, you're, there's always a punishment. There's never like a, we forgive you. Yeah, it's never like a, oh, it's all love. So it's just, <laughs> and this isn't like the first you're time. You're talking about, I mean, unless it's the best man, but that's not a holiday movie. Well,
0: the
3: first uh, one's not yeah. a holiday movie.
1: The best man. You're talking about, oh, Go sorry. Ahead. You're talking about in like Black holiday movies? Yeah, there's definitely there like. Messiness.
2: Mm-hmm. No, 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 because that would literally cause families to fall apart, disintegrate. <laughs> you yeah. don't talk to this person anymore. Like that, it just, it just could never. It could just never happen. Like that. It's just, it's just so funny because I'm like, I've seen this over and over again. I'm like, dang, like seven billion people, <laughs> Why people just park? love to swap family members. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like it's sister one. I don't
1: know anybody. It's weird that it's a trope too because it's like. I don't know anybody that 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 would kill with like that in any community that's like, I don't know, where women are involved, like in general, like, well, other than the LGBTQ community, maybe, but still in this hetero world, it doesn't feel as common. I feel like it's not
3: as common, but like, if it were to come up, like, especially, you know, I grew up in very white Pacific Northwest and it's like somewhat waspy too. And we would just like brush it under the rug and like everyone would just whisper about it behind everyone's back. But like we would still be like, well, I guess.
0: Everett and Julia are coming to think about Christmas <laughs> and like, we just to it. like, and even though everybody feels some type of way, like on the outside they're like, "Great, I hope they bring good mashed potatoes." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we're all like, "Can you believe it? Like, fuck right. that,
3: bitch. like, like that, that asshole." <laughs> but
0: yeah, I mean, we just have no loyalty to our families. That's
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I can't on are. behalf of
0: all Latinx people or all Puerto Rican people but I'm like trying to think and I'm like thinking of my family and I feel like they're a bad example I'm like it could happen like in my extended family my extended family but who knows maybe that's just the gene pool is rough over there and uh and we have no taste respect. <laughs> but you know wilder things have happened remember we have like the Telling yes. as like a model. So like, <laughs> that's also a really bad model because it is like, yeah, he was almost your brother, but that was a falsified paternity test. You're not really did Like we'll <laughs> get married now. And you're like, oh good. Uh, <laughs> I know it's cool. like true love. No, it gets it gets messed up in those regions. So you know. But I don't think on the holidays they wouldn't do that. <laughs> they have some respect. So now we're going to talk about the sibling swaps, couple by couple. So first we'll start with Meredith and Everett, the original mismatch. Because I was like, they were a mess, but also Everett and Julia are a mess. But I think, I didn't realize how self-aware Meredith was about it at first, because she was the one who like said, kind of like in a whiny, fishy way at the beginning, where she was like, what if you're just like a good guy that like couldn't find a moment to break away? And I do have guy friends who have been in accidental relationships because they just like didn't find a moment to like break it off um not they didn't get engaged I helped stop that but <laughs> um, <laughs> but like you know there's some people who like they're like well this person isn't bad and they're around and it's consistent and then also you're like oh that's the <laughs> only person I'm hooking you up with and then it's like oh I guess we're dating because we've been hooking up for so long like oh,
3: I didn't actually catch that part but yeah it also seemed to like oh, I'm doing this relationship, um, for my own career game. Cause they mentioned like, he's running for some political office. So I was oh, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like he's just doing this for the appearance of it all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he had like this story that I never really like acknowledged before. Cause I think when I was younger, it was just like about the chaos, but like in the beginning of the movie he has like these little plaques and trophies and they're like in the drawers and he was like that's who I used to be and mm-hmm. then like the closing shot of him after like you know Julie says that she'll see him for New Year's or something and he's got like the hoodie on like he's rocky like oh yeah I was, I like, was like what what is this Sylvester's definitely more that edited because no they were like ed- Everett's not um it didn't you know so it didn't make the cut
1: It didn't make sense, but he's hot enough. We we just needed that scene, honestly. Like, oh, you know, it was very appreciated. It didn't need to make sense. It didn't need to be wholesome. It didn't need to have any kind of like, you know, like theoretical philosophical bow around it. It was just like this guy's hot and like. We need to get get a (laughs) close-up.
0: I feel like Lindsay and I have switched places because this sounds like what my answer would be. (laughs) It would be like, we don't have any evidence base. This is just about hot people being up close and personal. I mean, I wasn't mad at it, but it was just like when I saw those two scenes that I've never taken into account before, I was like, oh, I think there was like a whole other story that like, I'm sure you could have done like a 10 episode limited series on this family and like an episode- per sibling it will. Like, you could have yeah. gone back to like I mean we need to know a lot more about Susanna like what's she right? doing yeah the yeah. pregnant one right yeah yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. and then
1: like, alluded to her ha- getting a divorce or like yeah. a
3: divorce. her like
1: uh, Wall Street boyfriend who's always like
2: gone, gone? yeah Wait, yeah. What? <laughs> everyone <laughs> just joking you about it oh, my God.
1: he's not here I know
2: and, and then, then while she's like managing her their 10 children and pregnant and like <laughs> she has like t-
0: given her so much more life than i've ever been aware of <laughs> <That's a weird laughs> like tone divorce tone. 10 kids um <laughs> the, uh, wall street i do not know any of this. i don't know why if there's like another movie that has this like with the family setup, up because i'm sure i've seen it i thought he was a firefighter or like a <laughs> Uh, you know, like something where there's like those long shifts that they can't leave on holidays. Mm. And then when I saw him in like the business, too, I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know,
1: not at all. you could have
0: had the day. Like if Meredith took the day off and she's all business bitch, Kelly for like, right? you right. but yeah, that's a thing. And then I think we cover most of like Julie Fallon, like Everett and Julie, I Googled it. And I know like people don't play the age that is their real age, but like those actors are 16 years apart. And oh again, it's still a Mulroney, but like, it was still a lot because Julie just felt like they really didn't write much for Julie besides like being the foil to Meredith of like, I'm a free spirit, I'm right. so sweet, and, and it like hurts. the family being obsessed with her when she was like a fucking dope. I was like, oh, so y'all like stupid people.
2: Right. Okay. She made like one passing comment about some building and I guess that was like the that was the electric shock that just you know pulled
3: him back. <laughs> like the building, she was also talking about some like <laughs> totem pole installation that was like the first in like a hundred years in some <laughs> time. Like, Yeah,
0: like, basically like <laughs> manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, um, yeah, thing that people loved in the past. Like, right, she had she's great quirky like, and spontaneous. I was Fantastic like, but she, she like admitted to not. Yeah. She was like, nobody said I was really passionate about this job, and also right. like. Sure, use the grants like she's not the artist it was yeah. yeah. like that's an important job we like us for as people who have important jobs that aren't glamorous to mm-hmm. some people yeah like we all like our jobs but it doesn't mean you know like oh that's why we're just so you know elusive and quirky <laughs> and you know pre-zoe of us <laughs> yeah
2: yeah um that and it's funny, and like, it's just funny, right? Because I feel like in 2022, you could definitely make a movie about like the other side of that whole, of like that whole situation. Cause the whole time she's like, yeah, actually I freaking hate my job. I'm not really passionate about it. It pays the bills. Um, and he's just there like, but you are passionate about it. And you just, you just live your life. To like he's the, like projecting to like, everything on this young woman who still has right. life. He feels like he wasted his. Exactly. And that is what, I think that's what the driving attraction is to her is that, you know, he feels like he's wasted his, he, he's, he doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know the person that he is or the one that yeah. he's really passionate about being. And so he sees somebody that is, that's young and that's vibrant and full of life, blah, blah, blah. But when she, that first, when the first wrinkle hits we'll yeah see. he'll be like
0: new model new model new <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: um have i texted you guys the steak and potatoes couple theory thing yes yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly so it. i literally wrote like this is what like this is why that it's like this is like meredith and everett are both steaks and julie's definitely a potato oh, for sure. like yeah. she's like the most hardcore potato because she's like whatever <laughs> i'll like go handle a totem pole or i will review a grant and i don't really give a fuck like i'm just <laughs> living co- and i feel like also probably being sister to meredith like you had to like be super chill because there's just so yeah. much high strung anxiety oh, around that just,
3: Like i'll leave my family to come be with you
0: right you your family out. probably sucks harder like that's what the sequel needs to be is like True. the family Morton, and it's like <laughs> seeing how meredith and julie grew up which is why they'll just date these brothers <laughs> instead <laughs>
3: Yeah. But like, Juliet right. obviously has no boundaries. And I was like, oh, well, my sister needs me. So I better go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's
3: no... yeah.
2: Let me yeah. impose myself. Because now I have to have a place to stay in this stranger's house. That they're just meeting my sister for the first time. And now they're going to accommodate me. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny. They all loved her. Like. Oh yeah, because she noise. was a potato, and they're all right.
3: she was like a complete mashed potato. It was just like yeah. stumped all over. She, yeah,
0: she was like the bad connotation of potato, like where she could just be like spread around whatever dish needs to be there, and she just yeah. like, adapts to yeah, the meat she's of like the out
3: dish. of the box too, just cookie cutter mashed yeah. potato. And well, she also
0: me. like was nosy as hell, like asking if um the couple cared what like race their baby was and stuff like that. I was like, that's not yeah. as that's not. As obviously wrong, but it was also like, I <laughs> was like, that's also not your business. Just be like, are you excited?
2: Right. <laughs> like, who raised y'all? Damn.
0: <laughs> I know. Seriously. They're like two <laughs> really bad people. <laughs> well,
3: I wonder I who would be the say... their parents,
0: like the actors. In yeah. the defense of
3: 2005 and like mm-hmm. writing that. But, I mean, they're what? I had a very similar conversation in my family where I asked my dad, I said, Dad, what would you say if I told you I was gay? Like, that, you know, I liked women and he was like, I mean, obviously I'd love you. I just feel really sorry for you. You know, your life would be really hard. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to support you no matter what, you know?
0: <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. I, I, no, I still... felt like that was true to that era, like that there were those perspectives. I mean, yeah. and there are those
1: perspectives today. Like it's just yeah. that people yeah. like, don't say yeah. that out. They're just not going to say. I thought it was a good thing to, to like highlight. Like there are children that need parents who are not bigoted. It's, who are supportive. Like who are- who are supportive. supportive. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you're saying I
1: relate, like you relate to the Diane Keaton person character because like you would be happy to be that mother to a child. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. like there's going to be children that need- parents that can support them in the way that they need to be supported and at that time it was not very um accept like it was just bold to be like pro to be open about it to be supportive of lgbtq like folks in general and so i remember at that time like my mom and my boyfriend at the time were like why would you choose that or why would you like they kind of like went with the like the meredith point of view of like why would you choose that and it was just like it's not that i would uh, choosing or not choosing or whatever it sounds like weird it's just like me acknowledging that there are children that have like not straight cis tendencies that need homes and I like there's so pre- there's so much prejudice and like I was just like I want to be supportive blah blah blah, and then like yeah seeing saying, um, it's like
0: not an active choice it's not that you were looking for the active choice but that was like their perception versus you're just expressing like this is something
1: I just wanted that, like, to be, I could. I wanted to you. be supportive and it was seen as like you're promoting something that's going to harm people and I was like Mm -hmm. no it's not like people are going to be who they are and they're going to be harmed because of the society that we're in and me being supportive of them isn't like promoting them getting harmed it's just me promoting like yeah we should be supportive to people that need support no that's a good point
0: yeah Yeah, that was like just such
1: a completely understand that because it's just like you're
0: just saying like hey it's not my experience but like I absolutely have like space for this and other people are like what what agenda are you pushing with this and it's like it's not an agenda. <laughs> like I'm just expressing myself in like a very like
2: harmless way mm-hmm. I recently had a conversation with my mom I mean um I always say Cause everyone says like, oh, you know, like you're, you shouldn't act like that. Cause your child might be gay, your child might be gay. But like, I feel more, I feel terrible for the child. <laughs> I don't like the parent, whoever's bigoted, like they could probably be bigoted and it would never actually like do any harm unless they like literally scream about it on Facebook. But for the children that are living in that house and they have to deal with that every day. Like, why would you wish that one? Not like, why would you wish somebody to be gay? That's not what I'm saying. But like, why would you wish Somebody to have a bigoted parent or mm-hmm. somebody that doesn't accept or love them. Like that's how I see. Because I, I, I talk. I like. I ask my mom this all the time. Mom is very conservative, very Christian. And you know, it wasn't until like maybe last year that I asked her, like, Mom, if I was if I if I wanted to marry a woman, like, would you be okay with it? And she was like, Actually, I don't know if I. I, I don't think I would stop talking to you. Like, that the like okay, that's a win. <laughs> right. Like, okay, we're getting somewhere. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it's hard to like to ask that question if you do know your sexuality and like this mm-hmm. is not asking anybody to like say any statement on that but like you know it'd be easy for me to ask that question cuz it's like well that's not a situation that I foresee encountering in my mm-hmm. future so like you know it's kind of like a a weird you know there's like a tension to that too of like mm-hmm. what are you really trying to suss out of like a family member cuz like you probably know your family member too you you know their views and like what's going on and stuff so it's just like Mm -hmm. what are you what are you looking for too? because like like are we looking for that kind of like possible conflict you know like there's certain things with like any of our family members like there's things I know in my family where I just don't discuss it not because Mm -hmm. it's not like they don't know my view or I'm ashamed of my views but because I know it's not going in like a constructive place either Mm -hmm. and that's like that kind of thing where it's just like is this worth, like, with that limited time you have with people, like, things like this, like, holidays and stuff, like, is it worth it to, like, go down that road just to, just for, like, the fun of the debate and then, like, yeah. everyone just, like, be, like, up in arms by the end of it and then just, like, stressed <laughs> out afterward because, like, my family, we don't ever have calm conversations about anything. There's never, like, oh, yeah, let's have a respectable debate about this and like argue the the pros and the cons like it gets it gets real low like we never heard that speech by Michelle Obama nobody goes (laughs) on in the family (laughs) we're just like yeah you wouldn't like that you trash bag like it's just like downhill real fast real fast okay and so we talked about Everett's hot messes um I will say I really really liked Ben and Meredith even like if we take out the sibling part of it I just enjoy that trope of a pair of like this dopey but like kind and openly with his feelings man that was like Mm -hmm. very accepting of a trope that I think some of us I'm only gonna speak for myself identify with I like I'm not that uptight but like that sense of like tension and like mouth breathing awkwardness (laughs) like (laughs) is be relatable so I was just like um, I like marked the thing in said about the sweatpants too. I was like, "Come on, Grace, sweatpants in 2005!" Like,
2: so I, I was like, "Oh my god!" And um, um I like when they're
0: like asleep in the car together, like on Christmas Eve and stuff. So, and like when she like spiraled, like again, she spiraled in a moment that like was not her good moment, but like was the crux of like all of that drama. Her fiance didn't go support or her boyfriend that would be her fiance didn't go like check on her mm-hmm. um but his brother who's also thad's brother who you know his brother who also understands like what she was saying wasn't right but like that she's you know dealing with this like alienating situation went and like took care of her yeah no questions asked and like that's a very supportive nice thing yeah um, but he also that. was very honest with her the whole
2: time yeah if she's a steak he's definitely tater tots
0: yeah, that, like he no, he's definitely a potato, but like a good version of potato. A great
2: potato.
0: Yeah, yeah, tater tots are
3: good. He's mm-hmm. a little sweet potato fry. Mm-hmm.
0: That's always my example. I was they like potato is. waffle fries. Yeah. Um, what is that? Like a scalped potato. Yeah. 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 No, he's he's the positive potato. Cause when that when that metaphor was brought to me, I felt some type of way because it felt like statement, high maintenance. Mm. And it is a little bit, but it's more just like there's one person who's just like a little like more, more, more yeah yeah, and also just like more like like not uncompromising but just like just more certain like has more like clear boundaries and like okay. very like structured and then you need the person that's like a little looser goosier and that's like definitely him yeah um also another one of my favorite lines was like i had not picked up on it till last week but like the morning after like when you know they clearly are decide they like each other and he's like get out of those clothes and she thinks it's like a line he goes you smell like puke even though it's like the wet food (laughs) (laughs)
1: like
0: he's always like just bringing her back down as she needs to be yeah (laughs) i found that like very appropriate Um, in a very loving way yeah yeah um quick before we do a quick fire I mean we kind of discussed it like you have Sarah Jessica Parker you have Dermot Mulroney Claire Danes I thought Diane Keaton and Craig T Nelson were like a good parent couple like I've not seen them paired together again but like they were like a good match and then of course like Luke Wilson Rachel McAdams was like on a run of like good movies because I feel like it was like Mean Girls the notebook, this Mm -hmm. movie, time travels. Like she was having her moment. Cause I think I was like really like pro-Rachel McAdams when I was younger because I thought she was just like that cool chick. But then like we said, she really abused her, her progressive white power in this film. (laughs) (laughs) I was weak when she arrived with her NPR bag but I know,
1: right? Right.
0: We immediately knew who she was going to (laughs) be. Would you say this movie satisfies like the things you look for in a holiday movie in general? I mean, I think it didn't really satisfy the
3: romantic part though. Cause that was like, yeah, that didn't feel like kind of the majority of the film. The majority was about the family, the family stone and just yeah. like ensemble cast and their relationships. Yeah. So, you know, looking at it from that way, that was satisfied. But like, if I want a good romantic comedy holiday film, that was also sure. ensemble cast. That would be the holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's the standard to which we compare all, all, yeah. all holiday
3: films. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um okay. So now I have the holiday quickfire. Um, I guess we have Ali's answer. What is everybody's favorite holiday movie?
3: The holiday although actually the holiday is good, but I saw one last year that I watched like twice in a row and I forget what it's called, but it had Lucy Hale in it. And I don't know oh. why I loved it so much, but I just thought it like the chemistry between her and the guy that she was like falling for. She's like working at a publishing agency that was getting bought out by like a bigger publisher. And so he okay. was corporate and she was indie and like we love that. Yeah. We love, that. We so- love the class
0: warfare.
3: Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> food, do you no, have anything? I re- remember the title of the movie. I'll send it to you. <laughs>
2: okay. Sorry, y'all. I'm like looking at movies because I don't remember um i would say probably the last holiday with queen latifah i just think it's a cute movie it's a cute concept a good one Ella cool J looked great or wait yeah that was Ella cool J. <laughs> just i just i mean I just, she's in a lot of movies with hot men so you have to keep yeah yeah. yeah you know i <laughs> i thought this was the one with the common but that one was something different just right that was the one.
0: yeah
2: but um i really love that movie i think it's a cute movie and i love queen latifah so
3: yeah Good choice lindsey oh, oh sorry oh no go ahead what are you saying i was gonna say the movie i watched was called the hating game so check the it out on, Is that on netflix hulu so, yeah nice the huh. hating games the
1: hating game the hating game okay yeah <laughs> <And they laughs> like i just love how
0: much we're all saying it. <laughs> the, hating the hating game, game. it hating. sounds like
1: subliminal um great.
0: pr yeah <laughs>
2: The um, like Hating
1: Game. Cool. <laughs> I haven't seen that I haven't seen um what was the one you said Effu
2: the last holiday
1: the last holiday okay I'm gonna look both of those up because I need to diversify my portfolio obviously <laughs> um because yeah my obvious one is this movie like I've watched yeah. I watch this every year like oh I it's my I don't think I have very many very many traditions in general and this one is like it's just very comforting for some reason like I watch this movie I'm like it delivers I hate everybody I love everybody all the dynamics are messy and Mm -hmm. also I know how it's gonna end and it makes me happy (laughs)
0: yeah yeah aside from Diane Keaton like it's very low stakes for the most part which is oh yeah and that part too but even even so it's like it's a really good story. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, I find it very comforting. I would say like this and the holiday are tied.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: in my mind. Cause like, this is like the like indie version of the holiday to me just because it like, like I said, got just like tossed away by like most of society for like the nip <laughs> of it all. Cause this one was just like a little, like, it's definitely not gritty. That's like, that's so the wrong word. Cause this is not gritty, but like, you know what I mean? It's just like, not as like, the sheen
2: it's isn't good. there there's you know something I mean? kind
1: like, of real about it there's a little it feels more a real bit yeah. undone
2: yeah like yeah. her house is messy you know yeah. like they they there, it's not like as five landed. five crazy
0: children i feel like five kids is always like the recipe for like the dynamic yeah and like mm-hmm. the family shows and movies it's they always have to be five yeah i don't know why i guess you have enough of both genders i don't know but like specific. just for all the mix-up yeah yeah i Can do think
1: they were history what I thought I thought Effie said something about the rotisserie uh.
2: no well I was gonna say that too like the the food was just that's when the I look for holiday movies is like the little scene where they have all the food and I didn't mm-hmm. see that I just saw her like spill the eggs but and the chicken and like all the greens and stuff but um what was I saying no I said statistically speaking five kids is a lot it's not like happening <laughs> Day America, that's what
0: I said. Yeah. oh no but i feel like that's like so you have enough variety of stories they always yeah. have like five and like we said i think if this movie was made today like there would be different like each kid may represent like a different group versus like one child <laughs> carrying the weight of like every way you could be different in the world i will say though something i never noticed before is like how conscious the movie was of like or whoever wrote it or directed it of having everyone always signing the whole movie yeah. because like in other movies Mm -hmm. I could see them being like oh here's someone who's hearing impaired and we'll like sign when we greet them and then they can read lips you know like and just like that would be the assumption for the rest of the film versus like thinking about like how each actor had to like learn how to sign all of those words and you know anytime you're in a scene with um this actor he was also in um I don't know if you guys have seen a lot like love with Ashton Kutcher and Amanda Pete. it's like a very oh yeah not known rom-com but he I've played ashton kutcher's brother in that too yeah so he okay. had a year 17 years ago <laughs> uh, like, exactly. do you guys have any favorite holiday songs
3: oh i like the classics um what I was I? christmas time yeah um the most wonderful time of the year is like what i was singing today mm. yeah like the very like old school ones yeah yeah exactly so no, mariah carey can you know continue to be the queen of christmas if she's <laughs> I, <love> <laughs> christmas.
0: I feel like so. kelly clarkson could slowly come for her title though because kelly clarkson has some good modern ones but yeah um, yeah no that's true but she doesn't have the Lamely behind her, so.
2: Because I have the support I'm a member of, by the way, so watch your town.
0: <laughs> don't worry. Once Jayla comes out with a holiday album, it's over for you all. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I hope she doesn't, especially yeah, not exactly. you respectfully. <laughs> Since I love her, I need her to make products I don't have to be ashamed of. Um, <laughs> Lindsay, do um, you have favorite holiday songs?
1: Yeah, it's a tie between well, the top top is um Mannheim Steamroller Hark the Herald Angels Sing from 1986. Um Ooh. oh my god, it's like bringing my ballerina spirit to life just talking about it. Oh I need to, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna dance around after we talk about it.
3: Um
1: <laughs> that one and then like probably like uh you know rocking around the christmas tree that's what it's called yeah i just i like fun and holiday spirit stuff Very. yeah
0: yeah like upbeat yeah Upbeat ones that's a good choice um does anybody have any holiday traditions over the winter holidays
3: um, every I mean, I'm Jewish, but we still like we'll
0: celebrate Christmas because you know, consumerism. Yeah, yeah. Do you have um, any Jewish traditions when you're celebrating Hanukkah or like something your family does specifically? Oh, my mom makes a weird jello mold,
3: it's like blue with white marshmallows. Oh, <laughs> it matches that. the decor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> nice. <laughs> um you eat and, it Is yeah it it's like good she puts like some kind of seven up in it so it's like kind Gosh. of fizzy. Okay. Um, and then on Christmas day we do this other like dessert for breakfast where it's um and it's really good actually it's ice cream with Cheerios and raspberry so you get the like mm. white and red and you layer it all together and that's like Aww. our breakfast so that's <laughs> pretty good Yeah, it's
0: sweet. Sounds wild, Lindsay. Any traditions? Well, this—you've said this movie is your big tradition.
1: This is my tradition. Um, Yeah, not really. Just I'm—I think I'm trying to develop traditions where I'm just like these are things I enjoy around the cold season. So that's most right now. That tradition is buying stuff. That mm-hmm. makes me happy. That's, that's <laughs> like I'm is. just like leaning into retail therapy, <laughs> and I'm okay. I with very that. much support that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have any holiday traditions?
2: Um, to be honest, I don't really have too many. We just like stuff stockings, and my mom. I mean, we just make Nigerian food and chicken. That's it. Like, yeah, it's family time. You know, that's really what we stick to
0: yeah I have to think on it I don't think we have like any specific traditions I know like my parents are big on like present opening on Christmas day they're not Christmas Eve opening people they feel like that's people like blowing their load too quickly and like uh and everyone like a lot of people in Latinx community are like Christmas Eve is Christmas day and I was like, not around here. It's not like, cause it's not even just like my immediate family, but like my whole family is a Christmas day family. So I'm like, let's not make generalizations about a whole community of millions <laughs> of people. <laughs> we are not a monolith, <laughs> especially on Christmas. <laughs> um, okay. These ones are just like this or that. So like, as I say them, just feel free to shout your answers. Hot cocoa or hot toddy? Oh, hot cocoa hot toddy okay we have one hot toddy two hot cocos red or green red red holidays at home or destination holiday oh destination
3: yeah i always dream of like being a ski chalet destination yeah
1: Yeah. okay we need to lean into that
0: oh yeah that'll be next year year. (laughs) Grinch or Elf? Elf. The
2: movies, right? What? The movies, right?
0: Sure. I mean, it could be the person (laughs) or the movies. I guess his name is Buddy. The reality. Yeah. Um, Peppermint (laughs) or cinnamon? Peppermint. 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 Ugly sweaters or matching PJs? Matching PJs. Oh, no. (laughs) I like
3: the matching PJ family thing freaks me out. Do you guys do <laughs> that? Though? I Uh-oh, think totally
0: now.
2: like I cannot wait to well, do that really?
0: just, Like it's parents and everything. I'm like, oh my
3: God, I cannot imagine like asking Dom to wear masks. <laughs> just <laughs> wait
0: till next year, Allie. Like, I know, that's what i was thinking. I know. No, yeah. The one thing though is like people need to find their own people need to find their own things that they like and not just do what everybody else is doing because i swear to you in 2020 the amount of buffalo plaid on my feed i i scrolled for hours and it was just red and black squares couldn't even tell if anybody's faces were different it was just family after family after family like all in the same like all these different people who don't know each other with the same print it's like pick something different (laughs) like do something really weird and chaotic like put your faces on like little elves and then print those onto your pjs or something
2: there's Like social media, I feel like has just commodified yo everything. Like
1: the most sacred parts of life.
2: Yeah, and everybody like
0: looks the same. I feel like with the Thanksgiving, I was like all these people who have like you were saying people have no other interests anymore, and they're just like I just bore children and work. And so like (laughs) they were like happy. They're like Thanksgiving twenty twenty two. Like it was their postcard, and I was just like I'm not liking that because I know you don't like your kids. I know. I'm not supporting these lies. Um, <laughs> Lindsay, Hi. um what was your answer for ugly sweaters or matching pjs
1: uh I, i'll i'll go for ugly sweaters probably yeah sorry
0: my mom was very confused by the ugly sweater concept when she first learned about it like literally 10 years ago she was just like why would anybody want to look ugly I was like, oh, <laughs> like, you don't
1: it's get just,
0: it it's just a game she was like like the I Americans. Like she was just like, oh, you guys love to be ugly. Like that's all she <laughs> took away from it. <laughs> that's all she took away. <laughs> she like was I very confused. Deserve. Okay. finally like Giving or receiving. Oh. Uh, I'd rather give. Um
3: receive.
2: Yeah, receive. I'm sorry.
3: I'm <laughs> receive. I was looking at iPhones I was like, you better not lie. <laughs> I just like, I get so. My fellow
0: Libra sister, you better know that. right
3: <laughs> I get hung up on like what to give people and it gives me like anxiety and analysis paralysis and all this stuff, so.
0: Weirdly, I guess in truth, I probably like to give gifts more because I feel better about that versus like, I'm somebody like, I'm reactive like when we're talking like silly things, but I have a hard time. I don't really make faces when I'm like, grateful. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but like if I get a gift and I really like it, I'm just like, thank you so much. I really like this. And people want me to be like, oh my right. gosh, so like, beautiful. and like my sense. my voice and face don't do that. And like my parents like knew that very early, but like my friends, it took them a long time to understand that like I really mean it. Like I just don't know how to like jump up and de- like look crazy or over- like mm-hmm. it's just not my body doesn't work that way. So mm-hmm. so I think I'd rather give because then I don't have to react.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't like the, I've had a lot of situations where I've had people like wanting more out of my reaction to receiving the the gift.
0: Their intent was not innocuous.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so that makes me feel very, I just generally feel very uncomfortable Unless I love the gift, I feel uncomfortable receiving it. And so yeah. the whole idea of receiving a gift is like very, uh, I just anticipate the other person's rea- reaction to my reaction. and it's very like this sucks. like, um, like right word, next like not intimidating, but um daunting. Mm. Yeah, like I have to like do this whole performance. Yeah. So I'm, I don't I don't like that. I'd rather anticipate other people's needs and move around that than other people try to anticipate mine and fail. <laughs> and then like have to people, like, people, like perform. Yeah, well,
0: listening to this, like send us all gifts. Like I love to receive in private, but I just yeah. don't have to make a face and like have a moment <laughs> for that. You know but I love gifts. Let's not get that twisted. I like gifts. I just don't like, yeah, I don't like the, like you said, the possibly performative experience.
1: Yeah. I just don't want you to give me a gift in order for me to praise you. You know, like, I think I hate, I hate that feeling of like, it's not for me. It's for you. And I think that happens a lot. Agreed. Well,
0: you guys did a great job. Any lingering thoughts?
3: Um, Family Stone, glad I watched it again. Yeah, I'm did glad it?
2: I watched it for the first time. It's fun.
0: I don't know if I'm convinced, Ellie, but I, mean, <laughs> I know. Same for that, either of you. I'm glad that you decided to watch it a second time for us yeah. as a group. I'm, yeah,
3: I mean, I hated it less. Let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like Summer House every time you watch yeah. it, you hate them yeah. a little yeah. bit less,
3: yeah. but you still
0: hate them exactly. You
2: <laughs> and that's who you feel good about yeah I thought lots. it was a cute yeah I thought it was a cute movie um I liked I didn't like it but I think the theme of like loss is very real and it's daunting for a lot of people especially yeah. during the COVID era you know and as a as a physician I see it a lot like yeah. in my patients and stuff um so I, I felt very connected to that element you know, of the movie um yeah, I thought it was a cool you know, hour and a half of my life. I was like, okay, this is cute, you know? You didn't fully regret it.
0: So no, I, like, I didn't fully regret it. I've done a lot worse campaign. with hour and a half of my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a lot worse movies I've seen than this.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. A lot worse movies.
1: I, lot feel worse grateful, movies I, I feel grateful that all of you took the time to watch it and talk about it because it is an important film in my life.
0: So, thank uh-huh. you. yeah I'm excited that you guys like made this happen because I was like we'll see like whoever shows up shows up and you guys as always show up so I appreciate you all very deeply of course you. Thank